You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. So the focus of today's podcast is all about the ohm factor in your business. And I'm super excited to have a very special friend and guest with me, Alka Dillon. Let me tell you about her. She is the founder and CEO of Technolink. It's one of the fastest-growing technology companies in the Washington metropolitan area. It's provided IT services and management consulting solutions to both government and commercial clients for 15 years. Alka's been honored with numerous awards, not only for professional achievements, but also for her commitment to serving her community. And she has an amazing book, which we're going to discuss on the call. Welcome, Alka. Thanks for sharing part of your day. Is there anything else you want to add? No. You, you, thank you for the warm introduction. So happy to be here and look forward to our conversation. Yeah, this will be super excited. So, I know. listeners, Elka and I met in India in May where we both spoke at a conference. So it's great to reconnect and share some of this amazing stuff. And before we talk about the book, let me tell you, I actually had a chance to read it, which I don't get to do with all of my guests. So we'll have some great questions. So, Elka, what does it mean to be a spiritual CEO? So a spiritual CEO is something, to me, is somebody that has a very – solid and direct connection to themselves and to their highest self. So it's somebody that operates not just from looking at the bottom line, not just looking at the dollars and cents of the deal, not just looking at, um, you know, the mechanics of such, but they, they really delve deep into the soul aspects of the negotiation and the people and realize that every single person that you have in your organization not only adds value to the opportunity you're talking about or to the project, but also will inevitably add value to your life. And I think when we look beyond what the bottom line is, you realize that there's so much more than that. And inevitably that impacts the bottom line even better and more. And that's when I'm talking to a lot of, uh, you know, Fortune 50 or Fortune 100 companies, you know, I always tell them that if you want to increase your bottom line, make sure you are not only in touch with your employees on a on on a level that is of a soul connection but that you are you take the time on a daily basis to connect within and that is through meditation and uh, I talk about that in the book as you know and um, I think when we talk about meditation Nancy I think it it becomes very daunting people get uh People get scared and they think, first they picture somebody sitting on top of a mountain somewhere or they think, oh, do I have to do this for an hour a day and why does this even matter? Why is the CEO talking about that? So I think um, that veil needs to be lifted a little bit and you need to understand that that simple connection of just doing that for even two minutes a day of just sitting wherever you are, I don't care if in your car, in your office, 
at your home, wherever your workplace is or if you're in route somewhere, on a plane is a great place as well. And you just simply close your eyes and observe your breath without manipulating it or judging it, right? It doesn't matter how many inhalations or exhalations. You just observe it like you're a witness. And you can set your timer on your phone for two minutes, and and then that's it. You just sit in that stillness and silence. And what happens for the spiritual CEO or for all of us that are spiritual CEOs, which all of us, we are, we just need to tap into it and raise our own factors. What happens is you then meet every single person, every single employee, every single client, anybody in your relationships and any kind of relationship with that same stillness and silence. And it changes the outcome and shifts the landscape of everything. That is really cool. So in your office, do you have a special area that people can go to? Yes, actually. And uh, not only do we have a special area, but even within everyone's offices, because you can because you can actually do this in your own office or at your chair or wherever you are, I encourage people to just do it at their desks, right? Because sometimes you a lot of the things that I discuss in the book are meditations and things that you can do in the moment. Like if you're on a very stressful phone call, I mean, I've done some of these meditations where I'm holding the handset on one end or I'm on the speakerphone and then, you know, doing these active meditations to help yourself get centered in that moment. So even when you can't close your eyes. So I give you those meditations also that you can do in the moment. So the chair, the office chair or at your desk, believe it or not, can be your sanctuary. That is awesome. We actually have a, we call it the relaxation room here in our house in Denver. It's in our basement, and it has a fireplace and no TV. And so you could just sit there Ah. and look out the window and face the mountains or sit in, it's one of those lounge chairs, you know, where you can put your feet the long way versus a chair. I think it's called lounge chair. Is that right? Yeah, it is right, and that sounds amazing. I'm I'm already there. I'm actually in your lounge chair with my eyes, just just admiring the beautiful mountains and oh and oh my gosh, that's amazing. We we literally named it the relaxation room. So that's really cool. That's pretty cutting edge. I love it. So you've been in business for 15 years, and a lot of our listeners are newer business owners. Do you have any advice looking back to those early years? How to kind of get through the first couple? Oh, gosh, you know, and you hear that exhale because I just remember the first couple, the first five, to be to be exact. Um, it's, it's not always, the, at least for me, it wasn't the first couple. Um, first piece of advice, uh, understand and know what you know and know what you don't know and make sure you have the self uh, the self-wherewithal and that strength, that inner strength to be able to admit what you don't know and get help for that and with that. So with when I say get help, that means surround yourself with people. I always surround myself with people that I feel know more than me in all aspects. Even I'm considered a conscious leadership expert or in information technology, people come to me for advice or these types of things. I always surround myself with people that I consider even better in those in in those aspects of myself, um, and that has served me really, really well. The other thing I will say is um, always overestimate what you're going to need as seed money for a business. 
I'm oh, laughing wait. because that one touches me for sure. <laughs> that just touched me. And I really, you know, these are things I've done, you know. So you go and you, especially, you know, for me, I left um, when I, before I started Technolink. Um, and actually it's 16 years now. I just, I miscounted. Um, and and I, when I was working for a competitor and I worked for them for five years, I was their number one, you know, IT sales representative and I was bringing in crazy amounts of money every year and I had so much confidence and I was killing it there. It was great. And I said, you know what? I've done this for five years. I can do this myself. I mean, I already, you know, have 75% of this office. Office's revenue is mine. I mean, in, in this organization and it's a $550 million organization. So, I mean, I'm, I'm great. So what do I do? I decide to go off and I get the most expensive, like class A, class A office building space. Um, the staff that was with me, I say, yeah, everybody come on. I take on all that payroll. I go. Meanwhile, I have a one-year non-compete and I can't go to any of my old clients, right? And uh, I start Technolink. And what happens is I start in 2000. And what was that? That was the burst of the internet bubble. So even with all the confidence I had, with all I, I knew my business, I knew everything, I had a great business plan, all of that, and I had great amount of seed money, so I thought, not only could I not go to my existing clients, the economy got in the way, right? You have to be prepared for that. And so it was really, really rough for us, Nancy, and I had to lay people off. But what I tried to do with laying them off is that I found them other jobs, you know, because they left for me to come with me. And um, because they believed in me. And, um, and then, you know, I, I had, I kept, you know, the bare bones skeleton uh, crew. And, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I would have done, you know, a few of those things differently. I would have, the only one thing I will say that I would have never done over again is to leave and start my own business. Because that was such a turning point for me in the amount of, fulfillment that you get from creating something for yourself with others, it is just, and that services others and is of service to others and, and improves your bottom line and, and, and all of that. It's just the more, the, it, you can't get that anywhere else. And I've been in corporate America before and, you know, I'm working for somebody else and you just don't get that. You make money, but you don't create that inner wealth, you know. That is great advice. So listeners, if you're at that spot, stick it out because you can get through it. You just got to be persistent and ask for help. Well, thanks for sharing that. So um, tell us how you were selected to write for the Huffington Post and some other really high-profile magazines. That's a great accomplishment, Elka. Uh, thank you. Um, you know, I really believe the universe works in great ways. Uh, Huffington Post came about, um, I met... Um, Agape Gold, uh, who I don't know if everyone knows. She's an amazing author in her own right. She's an amazing, to me, spiritual teacher. And she happens to be, in this lifetime, Ariana Huffington's sister. And I met her and uh, was talking with her um, through an introduction. And she was really, um, I talk, was talking with her about the Ohm Factor. And she 
loved what I had to say about the book and just kind of my take on things. And she said, you know, I would love if you wouldn't mind writing a piece and I can, I can, you know, submit it to Huffington Post. I happen to know them well. And I chuckled. I said, okay. And she said, I would really love if you would, you would do that and I'll submit it to the editor and see what they think. So it was never a guaranteed thing, but you know, it was it was really nice. And so when they received the piece that I wrote, and that was the first one was on happiness, you can Google it. Just Google my name in Huffington Post, and you can read my first post ever. And um, it was on happiness, and they loved it. And uh, and the rest is history with that. That's really cool. And happiness is a fun thing to write about. It really is. It really is because it means, you know, Nancy, the other thing is when we, we ask ourselves, are we happy or how can we be happy? How can I be happier? No, I'm not happy. I want to be happy or I think they're happy and I want more of that. You know, all of that um, I've realized through my, my journey thus far um, through this thing we're calling life, I, I've realized that happiness means different things at different times to different people. So for me, what made me happy even yesterday, even as early as yesterday, might not make me as happy today. And I, when we allow ourselves the latitude and the space to understand that there's no one definition and no one can sell you a formula on happiness because it is so subjective, and within that subjectivity of yourself, there can be different iterations of that. And that's what I think we need to appreciate. I can appreciate that. <laughs> Someone told me the other day, that this was a cute thing. So I was down in Mexico speaking uh, with some of the same people that we were with in India. Okay. And there was this amazing dessert of Can- at Cancun, very Mexican dessert. And I'm okay. looking at it, and this person leans over and says, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. And I was like, I can see how that could like, do I want to be happy right now or do I want to be happy later? And I thought, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. So that kind of I love me. that. I'm, I'm going to use that sometime this week. I'm going to use that if you don't mind. That's great. No, it's not mine, that. but go ahead and share it. Cause it's, it's no, I'm going, to, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to use that and then and quote someone, in, someone, someone very um, astute in Mexico. There you go. Hey, another big win you have. I recently saw that you got a letter from Michelle Obama about your book. Tell us about that experience. Oh, my gosh. You know, I put that on. I'm very active on social media. And, I, and when I got that, you know, I opened the envelope. You see the envelope. I, I've personally never gotten one. So for me, I said the White House in the upper left-hand corner. And you know that's not junk mail. And so I opened this big manila envelope. And there's a cardboard uh, a cardboard. Uh, piece and then there's this letter on top of it that's clearly signed you know not not that um you know how they do the mass signings when they're doing political things this was not that and it just was it was so touching um her office had called uh in to um someone and asked if they could pass along my book to that uh, the first lady wanted to read a copy of have a copy of my book and um so I not only sent one to her I sent one to the president and along with heartfelt letters and to get that back was just um it, it was just the highlight of a highlight a big highlight in my life it was really oh, great sure. did you sign the books what did you write what did you write to the president uh, well what I wrote to the president was that you know um uh, you know how I feel that uh 
he has a very high ohm factor already, and uh, I hope that he continues to uh, cultivate that. And I love, you know, we're, we're sharing politics at this point, but um, but I, you know, I love the the way in which he navigates through through this very difficult process, and it's uh, it's not an easy gig to do what he's doing. And um, I appreciate. The, the way he's uplifted my children um, when they watch him, and I feel that he's very he's somebody that just connects with you, and that those are just my personal feelings. And I have the same respect for the First Lady. I feel that the things that she's done, not only for children, um, but for you know health in general and well-being in general, um, she really cares, and it's very authentic. And that's the other thing I talked about with both of them. And one of the chapters in the book is about authenticity, and it's very important to me, and it's very important in business, and it's very important in any relationship, and I think they just have that, in my opinion. I know there are a lot of people that might disagree with that, but to me, they just, they have that authenticity, and it just shines through, so so it was an honor. Did you fit all that on one page, or did you have to, like... No, I wrote, I wrote the letters. I wrote, I wrote a small bit in the book and then I wrote a letter on stationery and put an envelope and stuck it into the book for each of the books so I could write a proper letter. Yeah, I'm one of those people that loves to write letters rather than emails. I write, I really write the letter and I love, that's why I love books. You know, I like, I don't like reading. Um, I don't, when I'm personally reading, I like to read books. Like when I got your book, I loved to read, which it was great, by the way. Thank you for oh, giving that you. to me. And um, I didn't even get to tell you that. It was, it's really great. I got to read it. I was reading it on the plane. And, um, and, uh, and just the feel of the book, the smell of the pages, you know, that's, that's gone now so much. I know you've noticed that probably too, Nancy, but it's like, you know, you see books, bookstores closing down and everybody's buying on Kindle and that's great. You know, um, I'll be recording the audio book of the Ohm Factor, you know, down the road too. hopefully later this year, I'm supposed to be in the studio. And I think, you know, people are always on the go, but to me, there's nothing like that feel of the, you know, the spine of the book and the book, the pages. I think it's oh, great. Me too. So. I you know my computer so much that when I read, I want to, I want to touch it. I want to turn the pages. Yes. I don't want a, another electronic in my life. So I totally get that. And I love audio because living in the mountains here, every trip is a, a good thirty minutes from my house. So I've oh. been getting books on tape from the library. Okay, or, great. Well, CDs. I should say CDs. It's yes. Not really tape. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I do and have these... a CD player in my car because it's a two thousand seven. That's awesome. <laughs> And I can get through them so much better. I just read two books by Malcolm Gladwell. So, But speaking of books, okay, here's the big moment. Let's talk about your book. Okay. A big, uh, a big international launch is coming out, which is amazing because it's, it's a really, really good book. So where can people get it? And tell us a few takeaways so we can get, pique our interest. Okay, so where can people get it? You can get uh, The Ohm Factor anywhere books are sold. You can also go, a lot of people are going on Amazon because that's the easiest way, especially for Prime people. They just get it the next day. You can get it, you know, um, if you are if you are a Kindle person or you like to um, have your Nook or whatever it is, you can get it there as well. Um, and if you go on my website to www.alka.com, Dylan, D-H-I-L-L-O-N dot com, you can download uh, a free five-minute guided meditation by me, Um, and it's a heart-centered intention manifesting meditation. It really works, and um, it's free. And... um, and you just need to, you know, you can order the book even there if you want. So it's, that makes it easier. Um, 
And I have a bunch of merchandise on there too. If you're, if you know, there's some Ohm Factor T-shirts. There's an Ohm Factor RX kit. So it's it's really fun um, and things that kind of accompany the book. So enjoy that. So for me, for me, the Ohm Factor was such a. It's me being completely naked, not physically naked, but completely naked to everyone about how I have um, dealt with situations in the moment in business, right? And in the moment and then how to cultivate that hemorrhaging situation to not happen again, right? So you're cultivating that space. So for example, at the the first, I give seven, it's seven key, seven essential tools and seven key traits to cultivate for your success and well-being. So I take seven emotions that we all feel or that I hope we all feel. I know I felt all of these, which is why I wrote about them completely vulnerable here and talked about like feeling overwhelmed, feeling anxious, feeling indecisive, you know, feeling anger and resentment. I'm sure people have all felt these things. And how do you deal with those emotions in the moment in the workplace, whatever your workplace may be? I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you're a CEO of a company or if you're working in a restaurant, doesn't matter where you are. How you can deal with those specific emotions with specific tools that were scientifically chosen based on their vibrational qualities or specific qualities, but especially vibrational qualities of how you can use them in the moment. So when you use them, nobody even needs to know that you're doing it. And you will see the, not only the landscape shift, as I said that before, but the the entire tone of things and thereby the outcome of things. Like as, uh, you know, I, I, you know, Max Planck, the physicist said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And so that's kind of what happens. The second half of the book are seven key traits that you should cultivate so that those feelings of hemorrhaging and those feelings happen less often. And when they happen, you respond rather than react. So it's a very plug-and-play book, Nancy. It's a very, as you've read it, um, it's something that you can kind of use in the moment and also later on cultivate certain things. So it's, it's a very practical application of spirituality. I totally agree. My biggest takeaway, so I keep hearing about meditation. I was like, how exactly do you meditate? Because it's a word, and you're right. People think you go to a mountain or whatever. (laughs) And I loved how you just made it okay to just sit there, and if my mind wanders, it wanders. If it falls asleep, it falls asleep. If it thinks about my to-do list, whatever it thinks about, it's okay. Was that one of the intended outcomes? That is absolutely, and that is actually... It's very, um, uh, it's very, it's it's kind of opposite to what a lot of people will tell you. They'll tell you you need to be thoughtless. You need to be completely, breathe, just you know, yeah, yeah. You need to breathe this many times, and you need to do this many minutes, and you have to be in a completely quiet space. Well, I mean, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a monk in a monastery. I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have that kind of life. You know. So so how do we do that? And and what happens is the door shuts then right there and you miss out on so much. So that has nothing to do with meditation. Meditation is simply that connection to your inner light. And that happens via the breath. So that is what happens. It creates the space. So when you're having thoughts, you'll have, and I do talk about this in the book, that you'll have all these thoughts because you're a human being and that's going to happen. You're not dead. I mean, you're awake and alive. And what will happen is 
the space between thought A and thought B, which will be minuscule at the, you know, completely in the beginning, you won't even notice it, you, you'll miss it, but it's within that space that the, it's what they call the gap, and that's where the magic occurs. That's where your intentions get planted. That's where those things manifest, and that's where you'll see things happen in your business or whatever it is that you're trying to you know, create and co-create with the universe. I absolutely agree. The only thing I couldn't do was multitasking with the, is it mantra or mantra? Mantra? Mantra. Mantra yeah. is, um, it, that's, that's what it's, that's so you can do it with a mantra or I give a mantra, the Sanskrit uh, mantra, but I also give an English affirmation, which both have the same, they were chosen for their the very same vibrational quality. So the same tone and the same uh, vibrational quality goes through so it works exactly the same. You don't have to use the Sanskrit one if you don't. I give the pronunciation, but you don't have to. But even if you're not repeating that out loud and you are saying it in your mind, it still works the same when you're using those. So they're really yeah, powerful just, and they're, they're ancient, ancient wisdom right there. So I thought those are really cool, but when I tried to put it together, it was like, you know, chewing gum and walking. I was like, I can either be quiet or I could do that, but I can't do them both just yet. So I'm working on my yoga muscle for that. Yes, yes. Well, when you're meditating, you don't use the mantra. Those mantras and affirmations are used in the moment, like when you're dealing with things and you just, you're just going to repeat them in your mind. But when you're doing your meditation, you can just observe your breath, and that's oh, it. You don't cool. have to. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's a lot easier. Somehow I it's that. a lot easier, and that's yeah. it should be at ease, right? Meditation yeah. should be an ease, just nice thing for two minutes or ten minutes or whatever you want to do, but you can do two minutes and be just as effective. The one thing I do want to say for a takeaway is that for listeners out there that have said, okay, great, I do, guess what? You know, I do 30 minutes, I'll go, you know, I do it once a week. That doesn't cut it because meditation works on consistency, not duration, you can have consistency and higher duration, fantastic. But even if you did two minutes a day, every day, that's better than 30 minutes once a week. So just that's very important to note. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, my fun question that I ask everybody, my Yay. signature question, if you had okay. one more hour in the day, one more hour, how would you spend it? Oh, you know, I, this is, I don't know. I, I wasn't prepared for that question, but I'll tell you, honestly, I I'm grateful that I have the ability to live every minute that I'm living is totally by choice. And I am, to me, anything that I have, I'm doing and I'm enjoying doing it. And it's very conscious when I'm doing it. And I try to be very present when I'm doing it. So another hour, if I had, I would really be doing more of what I'm, what I'm doing at that moment that would just go into the next, <laughs> go into the next hour. So oh, that's, a great, I, I, yeah. that's a great answer. Okay. That's a perfect well, answer. And the, the reason truth. I never tell anyone that question ahead of time, because it, it brings more authenticity when it's a surprise. And I get Agreed. really heartfelt answers. I love answers. it. I love it's it. my own factor question. How about that? It is. I love it, Nancy. That's a great question, by the way. Good, that, good, good for you to come up with that. That was great. I might rename it, though, the, uh, the own factor question. There you I'll go. Credit. There you go. Great. <laughs> Well, this has been really, really fun. You've talked about your book. You gave us some early insights into the early days of your business. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I two, two things. I love to connect with everybody on social media. So if you want to follow me um, on Twitter or Instagram, that's at the spiritual CEO. And on Facebook is Alka Dillon, just my name. And then, of course, you have my website, www.alkadillon.com. And I just, I just want to leave everyone with knowing that every, just, just know that you are exactly where you are at any given moment for a reason. Even if it seems like you feel like you're going to die or you feel like your business is not going to last another day or you feel like your relationship is over or whatever it is that you feel like you could just lay on the floor and never get up again, I promise you that there is a reason for that and there's something better just around the corner. So stick with it. Incredible closing comments. Awesome. Alka, thanks so much for sharing part of your day. It's been fun and educational. Listeners, I would love to hear your favorite takeaways from today's show. Also, I just released a brand new list on my website, nancygains.com slash systems. It's 100 systems that will help you automate your business so you have more free time in your day. And of course, you could practice the ohm factor with your extra hour. Do a little meditation. But <laughs> go ahead and download that, nancygains.com slash systems. And if you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.